Welcome back to Vision in the Valley. Wanted to just jump right into the topic at hand today. It's been on my mind for a while, and I usually don't do a lot of research before I speak to the audience. I'm just kind of talking about what my dreams are and what testimony I've I've gotten from those dreams or something that I've noticed as I'm moving about and bringing it back to being able to testify about how good God is. And so I just, this particular subject matter, I've been kind of toying with when to talk about it, how to approach it. And this is the my first attempt at it. And I say that because I feel like there's going to be more to come later. But when I first started working at my workplace, it, the experience of working there was a bit challenging in that I required a bit of motivation that I didn't typically need when I went to work at other places. Um, you know, you have your, your days where you're you know, you're a bit sluggish. You have your days when you're a bit tired and you've got those quote unquote Monday blues. But for me, I had started to experience this thing. And this is probably even I would say year two, where I knew that I had a mission. I knew that I was supposed to do a particular thing, be there to fulfill a complete, uh, a particular assignment but I get drained so quickly. And I don't mean physically drained, I, that too, but I would become physically drained either because I was pouring into someone else, trying to keep them motivated, or even really trying to figure out what my path was, like where I was supposed to be in this. And I remember driving into the, the parking lot and playing my favorite song because I needed the energy and the motivation to get me pumped to get through the next eight hours or so. And, you know, it worked. It worked. You know, you, you play you play your favorite song and, you know, it, it, it works for a while. And then I learned that after playing it for... A, a particular day, like as soon as I had gotten into the building from the parking garage, the motivation had already dissipated. Like I, I needed more. And I say that to you because the real motivation comes from God. There is no other way to say it. And we have the things that we want to do and we have the things that we need to do. And if we don't tie that back to what the Lord has for us, like he's got a well, uh, a never-ending supply of strength that if you go to him to, to drink from it, then you'll always be quenched by it. And that kind of motivation, there's some of us that are kind of exploring it and, and getting to know it. There's some of us who've already known about it, and there's some of us who don't know anything about it. And so we're s- still searching for that thing that'll quench our thirst. And we may even go to other resources like folks who are talking about Manifestation 369, which I'm learning. And that's back to the part where I usually don't do 
uh, any research. But this was new for me, and it required me to tap into what Google, at least, was saying about such things. Because we're thirsty. We're thirsty for knowledge. We're thirsty to quench that motivational thirst. We're thirsty because we're spiritual beings, and we really do want to be connected to the higher power. I think that once we start to look at it as the universe and just as the higher power, and we're eliminating God is when we lose some of the greatness or, and in fact, really all of the greatness because everything else outside of that is just temporary. So I had been looking at some of the things and they've got 369 is that that goal, I guess, is if you start off by manifesting what you want to do and you write it down three times in the morning and then six times in the afternoon and then nine times in the evening and then there's a 555 rule and there's a 555 rule. And I don't want to go into any kind of lengthy detail about what each of those mean, except that they're all formulating a pattern, something that if you want this, if you're seeking this and you do these things and you do these things consistently, and therefore they'll be on your mind and you'll start to manifest them. And to me, that is certainly not a new idea, right? We've, we know that um, when we speak life, the Bible tells us that we speak life into a thing. And if we're consistent about doing that, then we are manifesting our futures. So again, just taking time to not disconnect from what the spirituality behind manifestation really is about. And it's not about manifesting something that is opposite from what God wants for us. Because even if we are allowed to do the thing that we want, when it's not in alignment with what he has purpose for us, the end result will be something that we're not looking forward to. And sometimes even when we are following the path that we're supposed to follow, we'll still have a result or or, um, a passageway where we're not quite happy with our results are are ending but the difference between that and working in alignment with the lord is that everything that you need to get through that time frame is at your fingertips is 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 within you you know what to do he's blessed us to know how to handle our wonderful times with grace and humility and then those times where we're suffering like how to reach back and go back to that well that never runs dry and i'm pushing this part of it because if you do these things outside of and perhaps even in spite of the alignment portion with god you'll you'll always end up at a point where you're thirsty for more than what what repetitious writing can do, repetitious thinking can do outside of the connection. So I also talk about this in the way of muscle memory. I talked to my daughter, Alyssa in particular, specifically about this because we were discussing how her abs, no matter how long it's been that she's not worked out or that she's you know, worked on another part of her body more, that once she starts to work out her abs, they just bounce back, they snap back. And it's kind of funny how quickly it happens. 
because a person like me, you know, I never get that kind of response from my abs, but I do have that kind of response when it comes to me working out my arms. But muscle memory is a thing that allows that to come back. Your your body remembers that form and it's it it, it almost wants to go back to it, right? It's it, it it's what it's comfortable with or um, it remembers. And the same is true for you know, maximizing that brain space, you know, if you're creative or whatever, that muscle memory is something that you, you snap back to a lot faster when you've been conditioned, preconditioned to doing it over and over again. And that's the way I like to describe my spiritual growth, my spiritual life. Like I absolutely was not able to sit down and pray my way through something. I was absolutely not able to say that I was in alignment with God when it came to this or that or the other. But through the course of conditioning, that muscle conditioning for me, instead of it being the physical thing, it was the spiritual thing. Making sure that I'm intentional about prayer, making sure that I'm intentional about seeking help in that way would be church and Bible study, making sure that if I'm going to spend some time reading something, let it be worth my reading, let it be something that's going to inspire me, encourage me, and give me some real motivation, which as we know, the real motivation is tied back into the Lord and what he has purposed for our lives. So as you're going out and about trying to learn and feel the void that you have in terms of inspiration and motivation and or even just alignment, do not exclude God from it because manifestation is not a new thing. And speaking life into something is not a new thing. This is what we do. This is what we learn in church is the body of, of Christ and that all things are possible to those who believe. And through him, we are absolutely capable of achieving all things. This is not a new concept. It's something that comes directly from the Bible. And because it comes directly from him and his word, we have to tie desires, uh, a part of what we want in those uh, manifestations back to him. And so for me, what I found to be the truest form of that is literally saying aloud, you know, Lord, just make my heart's desire match what your will for me is. And it was very foreign when I said it the the first time, maybe the next couple times after, but, and then I didn't feel it. I just knew that there's something that I, I wanted it to be true. It wasn't true the moment I said it, but I wanted it to be true. And as time progressed, a person will say, well, especially when it came to my career, well, what is it that you want to do? And I'd prayed this prayer for so long. I'd said these things for so long that it's like, well, you know, I'm just open. Do I have things that I like more than others? I do. Of course I do, right? But I, I literally have this space where I am it could be the thing that I love to do. And if it does not match what he has planned for me, I don't want it. And there's no struggle there. So my, my struggle, if you will, will be moving that same strength into my personal life. You know, when it comes to dating, Lord, if it's, if, if he is not a part of the plan, I don't want to like him. I don't even want to think about him. That is the part I need to move it over into, but I know that it works because I've seen it work 
in my professional career and just how I respond to the inquiries about what is it that you want to do? And when I tell you I have offers, just to see it manifest, like people are saying, like what'll come, what the laws of attraction? Oh, wow. When I tell you that I have people who are reaching out for me and reaching out to me for opportunities that I would never expect were happening, literally, this is all happening after I say, Lord, I open it up. And he's showing me that there are no barrier. Like I may be thinking about one particular department, but he'll he'll have someone come in from a completely different department. It's not limited to a particular level. I mean, I'm talking about C-suite all the way through, all the way down. So I'm encouraging you to create the space where you're learning to tap into the realness of it all. And I'm, I'm not speaking against anything that is positive. So if writing down in your journal, 369, something positive is what you need to do, then by all means you do that. But I'm also saying making sure that those things that you're writing down are tapped back into the alignment, what the Lord has for your life. If you do not include that in your strategy, then there's no strategy. Just like the music that I was playing to get me pumped up, to get me started and get me through the day, eventually became empty and didn't get me past the first corridor, right? So tap into the thing that's real, the thing that will allow steadfastness and allow you to run and not get weary. And in truth, once you do get weary, should you get weary, you know how to go back and get replenished. And that's not happening in a regular song, not even your most favorite love song is is not happening there. And it's certainly not happening with words that do not have any real power behind them. So take a moment, tap in and uh, massage those muscles, spiritual muscles, especially. I look forward to talking with you soon.